Intentional. Hello, everyone. What the fuck do we start? How do we start? I, I forget. How do we start? Did you forget your name? This is this is Alex. Uh, he's our DM. Christ Almighty. Welcome back to this episode of Good Job Adventures. Thank you, Tyler. I had a colossal. Hello and beyond. Oh, moon. I thought you meant like his actual name. All right. So yeah, last time around, the party made their way through Karaba's library. They came across a rather agitated and apprehended Abishai. Ooh, party in on what the fresh heck Karaba is doing atop this mountain. When we ended up, the party was making their way to the top of the mountain where they'll find Mountain's draconic ruler. And we're just kind of going to kind of start with the party just on the staircase on the way up. W- would you say we're uh, kind of like moving straight into the story in like a leaping kind stop. of? Stop. I don't know where this is going, but stop. <laughs> he's not going to do that. I know. He's setting up. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna jump into it? Oh no, no. We're gonna we're gonna jump on we're gonna jump on into it. Yeah, you're all on a spiral staircase. All right. Uh, so that was fairly ominous from that uh, Abishai. Doesn't sound like things are going too good. I wonder what he's doing up there that's causing the fabric of reality to break or that causes th- this world to be destroyed. Well, I don't think he's trying to destroy the world. I think he's trying to uh, flee. I don't know what voice this is, and I don't like it. He's trying to... <laughs> <laughs> I, I imagine I will say that, like, mid-shapeshift. <laughs> yes. I can't get into character That's like the one this. character that that line would work for in character. He's trying to flee the dying world. This one. Thank, thank you for specifying. And you said you were, you, you were expecting this, uh, Janda? No, I, I no said... not you. Other Janda. Yeah, 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 I was expecting it. It's uh, one of my I religious tenets. That. We believe the world is ending. The great freeze will come and destroy the current landscape of reality. And in the wake, the dark one will rule. Okay. Aye, what be your religion called? Well, you think going to convert an Arthos, fat I think fuck? He, I think he smoked too much of the stuff what? in the bathhouse. Arthos? Arthos, how much you been smoking? I think we better get moving before we're all... Smoke. Uh, d- d- dead smoke. smoke. <laughs> 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 yeah, let, let's, uh, let's, let's uh, sally forth then. And I continue up the uh, My name's not Sally. Thing. Let's sally fields on up there. <laughs> Alright, so after a few more minutes of walking, the party sees that they're kind of reaching like the, the top of the stairwell, and the party finds themselves in a a large circular chamber in the middle of which there's a large crystal ball. The party sees a large blue dragon just kind of hunched over it, angrily like tapping at it at, at his claw, muttering to himself, "Oh yes, why is this dastardly thing not working?" Is he there for the, real this time? You don't know for certain. Behind the dragon, there's a tall, basically metallic ring. Roth, you notice, or I guess 
Roth and Owl, you notice that the, the ring is adorned in various magical runes. That The runes themselves, it, you see bits of like Primordial, Abyssal, Infernal, Celestial. It just kind of runs the gamut of languages that would be spoken across the various planes of existence. Additionally, there are a few scattered bookshelves. It's the room itself, in terms of dimensions, it's... Oh god. Three. <laughs> it's about six... It's like circular room, 65 feet across. It's probably like... 30 feet high. It has a dome ceiling. The ceiling itself, it's decorated to look like a star field. Karaba does not notice you. Other thing of note, a lot of like the flooring, the like the stand that's holding up the crystal ball, the bookshelves, they're all made of silver. And yeah, that's it. What do you all do? So he hasn't noticed us quite yet and he's just peering over this crystal ball? He, it, it's, yeah, it's, he, the best way I can describe it is the crystal ball is displaying TV static. So Karaba's trying to like kind of like tapping it, trying to like jostle the crystal ball into working. I'm going to walk on up and try to jostle it with my fists. So you're punch. Oh, yes. curbs- so you're curb stopping it. He's curb stopping yes. it. Yeah. You're, you're, you're punching the, the crystal ball. Yep. For, for, for reference, the crystal ball is like, 10 foot has like a 10 foot radius it's a very large orb i assume you still want to punch it it. yeah i'm gonna punch it all right go punch it that is a 25 jesus all right so with that 25 you get you give a nice hearty haymaker onto the crystal ball it's still displaying static however in doing so you what's the word i'm trying to have alerted yes My brain's like fried. Oh my god! You're right, bud. You need a Snickers. <laughs> That's fine. I got a beer. <laughs> All right. So, in pu- in punching the orb, this brings Karaba's attention unto you as the lo- as the large draconic creature stares daggers at you and it's like they're jammed. My bad. It's like, oh yes, hello interloper. So while uh, Karaba is distracted by Jander, I will. Do I have enough spell slots to cast this? I do! Thunder Wave. So, Thunder Wave is a 15-foot cube in front of you, just as a heads up. I assume you're going to position it so that it doesn't affect Jander, correct? Yes. Are you sure, Elagos, that you want to antagonize this giant dragon? If the world's ending, he might be our only ticket off this place. Elagos is sure. I turn in to look like Elagos and say, Elagos? Would you say no to this face? And I, <laughs> and I smile at him. Owl is on a cruising for a sucker punch. <laughs> <laughs> as, as, as the party's having this little... Uh, Grava? Conversation? Conversation. Uh, <laughs> Dude, my, brain, my brain's fucking a bowl of spaghetti. Grava, uh, I, I noticed you were having some trouble with the little orbs I tried helping, but obviously it didn't work. I'm, I'm aware of your... Adorable attempt at assisting me. Also, as Karaba turns to the rest of the party, I'm well aware that you're all here. Have you en- have you enjoyed your little little self-guided tour? Yes, I was really pleasant. Although I wish I could have had one of those uh, voice guides. That would have been really helpful. Where's the gift uh, shop, Karaba? I'm sorry to let you down. What was your name again? Was it uh, was it Abu or no? No, it's me, Elagos. So- <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I'm sorry. He, uh, Krabbe does air quotes. Elagos, that you will not be able to find a, 
a gift shop here to acquire any sort of souvenir. Well, we don't want any souvenirs. We want some tickets off this dead planet if you catch my drift. It's me, Elagos. <laughs> Alright all right, there. I can Hell tell you're yes. mocking me, but also yes. Well now what makes you hmm What makes you think I'm trying to leave? Your friend told us. Abducted, absconded, Abishai downstairs told us so. Let's not beat around the bush. This world is fucked. You know it's fucked. We know it's fucked, and we know that you're working on a way to get out. As the party says this, Karabo looks shocked, just like, I couldn't, I, I thought, I thought the Abish and I would do a bit of a, a better job keeping his lips sealed, but, there's no reason for me to try and hide, you've already sussed out my intentions, so now, why should I allow you, why should I grant you permittance to use my device to leave this damned world when all you've done is invade my home and break my things and steal my stuff. I we took nothing from you. Shut up. <laughs> as, as, as the party says when they're decked out in all of his like magic. So I'm gonna take another shot I mean, of the I really gym. like this cape. I'm gonna change my appearance to look like Arthos and I say, don't listen to that ugly imposter. It's me, Arthos. I'm here to do business with you. We took some of your stuff, yes. We killed some of your robots, yes. We assaulted some cactus statues, yes. It was all done by me, Arthos. Oh, you you, you broke Mitzi's cactus If statues. you want to leave me, Arthos, behind for payment or something, that's fine. Take the rest of us. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. You, you broke more than a few automata. I'm well aware of the explosion that presumably you all caused down below in the, in the, in the garage. So... You don't have to put you. You don't have to be coy with Did me. Did you just say garage? <laughs> Correct. Is that? I mean, I don't know why you're too concerned with all of this stuff if you are planning to leave. Well, yes, this world is going to die and be ripped apart. It's far more the the principle of the deed. Yeah. That is has un, that has gotten under my. So scales. about that. Um, why is the, why is the world ending? Uh, I. I saw a magic storm above your your mountain. Is this your doing? What? All right. So here's the here's the thing. I'm a Mr. Roth. You seem to be a bit of a, a wizard and knowledgeable about the arcane. So I'm a bit surprised you're unaware that when a mad when a dragon sets up a lair, by sheer pr by settle down. Just by the <laughs> just by them being there, they're can just magically affect the environment around them. In my case, the perpetual thunderstorm that crowned this glorious mountain. Well, yes, I'm aware of that. You're you're a blue dragon. You're not a wild magic dragon. What I'm asking is, are you causing this? Causing what? The end of yes. The world? What? I, 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 I just asked that. <laughs> Here's the thing. No. <laughs> You happy now, Broth? Yes, I'm. I'm fairly care, satisfied. Care to elaborate? Like to, yeah. Would you like to tell us a little bit more? Uh, here's the thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. In my own, in my own 
archaeological research, I found that it appears as though various other worlds are being broken down. The weave that binds them together is being torn asunder. And the exact cause of it, I'm not entirely sure. But either way, from what I've found, there's, there appears to be one particular world or universe, whatever the proper terminology you would ra rather use is, there's one iteration of this world that has remained a constant, and I'd rather be there. What's it like? I mean, well, there's only so much I can surmise by, through the occasional glance between worlds, but it seems rather similar to this. The, may have certain... Things you've done, choices you've made in your life are a bit different from where, from what you see here. In my case, my so-called equivalent has been long dead. So I figured, oh look, an opportunity for me to essentially, quote-unquote, resurrect myself. So, interesting. So, alright. Roth is kind of dumbstruck at this point. He doesn't really so know what to think about does, this. How does the thingy work? How do you go from here to there? I mean, gender, was it? I assume you, you're aware, at least aware of teleportation spells and those sorts of things. Yep. The very simplified version is that it works in a manner similar to that, wherein upon activation, it creates a portal to this one constant world, and then I, whoever wants to, can go through. Hmm. I think it would be in your best interest, Karaba, to let us accompany you. Mm, why? Well, first of all, we because we're not done breaking stuff, and if either we all go or none of us go. I that doesn't sound like a sales point because he could take that as we go with him and then break more stuff of his. If we go over there and we escape the impending apocalypse, then uh, we'd be in your debt, Caraba. We could be a new army of kill killbots. We could I kill mean, some. He wasn't planning on taking anything in here with him. Yeah, so that's why it would just be like a plus. Five. Be like, he'd come he'd come with a little extra baggage, he'd be ready to set up shop. I'm fine going through a town and killing whoever he wants. Gender, hmm. I was implying I would break the portal so that n that none of us could go. Oh. Oh, where were you now, Elagos? How adorable. You, you, you gonna break that thing? Any reason I can't? I mean, do you like dying? Like, I, I don't know, like... Jackie Jan, how would you describe dying? being <laughs> asked point blank question. She's like, uh, well, it is. It's like a really bad sunburn. I can't, I can't describe the sensation of dying across the board, cause for my death was rather violent, cause I was pummeled into the ground. I mean, there's a very good chance so... that a universe dying and pummeling feel very different. Yeah, they would feel very different. Upon Jackie Jan speaking, Karaba looks for like, oh, wait, so the dragon points at Jan is like, so, Humami, why is Johnson over there talking about dying, and why did you call him Jackie Jan? What did you, what did you do? <laughs> it's a long <laughs> story. He <laughs> looked at Jander, so. Uh, well, I found the brain of my old master and thought hmm this would be a perfect time to revive her so i took your scientist that technically gathered her remains and killed him and replaced the brain with the brain of jackie jan oh interesting how 
How delightfully morbid. Does anyone else feel like he just completely glossed over our contributions? Yeah. I, I think so. Like, y you put the brain inside? Yeah, okay. You killed? Yeah, okay. It was your <laughs> idea? Yeah, Yo. okay. <laughs> it was not my idea, Arthos, but... That's, uh... But what he said was mostly correct in terms of what... In terms of what transpired, that was 99% correct. No, one... So, upon the explanation of, of the party's super fucked up necromancy experiment, and the proposition of, ooh, let's, well, like, we'll be your mercenary army, Karaba kind of strokes his chin and is like, hmm, now one sort of in prospect I'm curious about is what would happen if, let's say, you all join on me in my little trans-world voyage, Either way, if you all want to partake in my little plane-hopping venture, what would happen if, let's say, Karaba points to Ella goes, if your equivalent on the other side is actually alive, what would happen then? I wonder, would would your existence here be erased, or what? Let's fuck around and find out. Uh, I have a quick question. So are you saying, when we ha are we physically hopping, or like you going to just enter your dead body in that parallel universe and then you will just be brought back to life in that in the dead dragon body sorry for my poor speaking it's me arthos <laughs> yes uh, arthos has shown himself to be not the brightest individual he stares at actual arthos i'm aware of how you sabotage the generator <laughs> <laughs> I just picture Karaba has like the two pieces of gold from that generator and he's just rubbing them between two of his claws. You know what, you know what? that's now canon, he's, he's rubbing two fucking gold Very coins and like... Yes, I'm aware of how you sabotaged it. Alright, so, now, I'm operating under the assumption that if I hop over, since my body is dead and probably decayed, I'll just hop over, full body, whatever. Fine. I'm more curious about what will happen to you, because for you all, it seems like a rather exorbitant gamble to risk your entire existence on the slight chance that maybe you'll come through on the other side unscathed and Counterpoint. The world is literally ending. What do we have to lose? Hmm. You do make a fair point. Counterpoint? Uh... I'm a barbarian, and if you say no, I'm gonna start smashing. I will just, I will just point at the counter. <laughs> oh, God. That's an interesting theory. Yeah, Roth is just, like, very deep in thought about the implications of cross-dimensional hopping. Is there, like, a whiteboard anywhere in this room? There is a whiteboard. Right, Roth is gonna start walking over to the right whiteboard, and then he's gonna start erasing... The right board? The, ri the right board, not the left board. The he's gonna write on the board. Oh, God. So I walk over to it and I erase all of like the really cool robot designs that he had up there, and then I start like trying to map out like how this would work out. No, 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 no not my not my schematics. Uh, oh, come on. Oh please, I, I saw you draw dick butt in the corner. You can't tell me all of that was important. <laughs> you sir, how dare you critique my depiction of dick butt? It is a rather humorous may may that the you commoners. No, no one is, no one is arguing against that. May I, may I roll Arcana? <laughs> the love of God. Also, I will change this form to dick butt. Oh my God. 
Karaba oh, is visibly yeah. disgusted. And then I say, it's me, Arthos! <laughs> I, rolled a, I rolled a 13 on Arcana. I'm basically trying to map out, like, what sort of dead body, mind transfer, physical transfer, like, this machine can conjure. Obviously, I'm taking a lot of leaps and assumptions at this point because I don't really know how it works. I just see, like, a giant gate, and I'm pressed for time. So, given, given the circumstances, you surmise that what might happen is that you come to the conclusion that, okay, if, let's say, main world Roth is alive, and you hop, this world's Roth, that consci consciousness might just merge with OG Roth, and you're not sure whether or not any memories will be carried over, but, you know, do you get what I'm like Yeah, it's, it's okay. not an exact science, it's very up in the air, but it's it's just like he said, there's no real way to prove it out. The best bet is if you if your alternate universe is dead, you're welcome, Karaba. But with an alive version of yourself, then anything can happen. Hmm. An, an interesting theory. I do find it a slightly interesting that you all have gone from, oh, we're going to go in here and break and steal Karaba's things to, oh, we're going to help the dragon. Aye, well, uh, we were initially sent here to stop you from sending your robots to attack the town. Yep. And I think we did a good job at that. First, can I just say something? Because I'm sick of this getting swept under the rug. I've been on Team Caraba since day one. Oh, have you? Oh, have you? Yeah, now? he actually has, surprisingly. Remember when I said I admired your entrepreneurial spirit? When and we yet were... he also threatened to sue. I... Yeah, that's the thing. I... I remember you trying to threaten litigation upon me. No, no. That, that's, still, that's still a very credible threat, by the way. If you don't let us through, bad things what, might happen to you on the other side. What sort of... <laughs> uh, to be quite frank, I'm not, sure, I'm not sure what sort of fate is scarier. Being buried under horrific legal red tape or be, my, having my every fiber of my being ripped asunder. Well, listen, if you let us go with you... You might not have to find out. I mean, here's the thing. What if you don't... What if, hypothetically, we all make the jump and you don't remember th threatening legal action upon me? That's a win-win. That's a win-win for yeah, you. Yeah, that seems yeah. like a very good I opportunity. You, you've, just, you've just explained to yourself why this is the best option. <laughs> if Roth forgets about his crippling back pain, then maybe... Maybe it's cured. <laughs> <laughs> Now, mayhaps that might be why I am, in fact, the biggest brain in this mountain. As Karaba, like, s smugly sips a cup of tea. I don't know, the beholder was pretty <laughs> big. Himself. What was that? Do you mean his brain was big? What are you talking about specifically was big? I mean, the beholder was eating a bunch of brains in the basement. So... Morgan, do you mean a mind? That wasn't oh, a beholder. Beholder. <laughs> He's got all those eyes for his. I brain. was like, did we did encounter I... a beholder? I was confused. No, we didn't. No. I think I think Jander went on a campaign that we all missed I think out. This is just a side quest, you know, just like Jackie Chan. Oh, uh, but uh, should we roll persuasion or something? I feel like we've been throwing a lot of arguments out of this guy. Yeah, roll out me. of this guy. I said out at this guy. Who who is? Who is persuading? I can roll persuasion. I'd say I'd say I will roll it, but with advantage due to like yeah. everybody literally chiming in. It's like right. it's like multiple help actions. All right. All right. DM, what do you think? Sounds All right. Good. I don't have advantage ping, so I'm just gonna click it twice. A twenty-five and a twenty. All right. 
Probably gonna roll insight. To God see damn. If... I thought you said you had plus two. That's a plus nine. When did I say I had a plus two? Someone else probably said I have it. a plus two. Effort. The other Jander. You mistook him for the other Jander. Oh. Yeah, it's me, Arthos, right now. Alright, so. <laughs> <laughs> looking like this. His chin and is like. Mm. Alright, so. You all have made a rather compelling point about assisting me in the matters of hopping worlds and bounding across planes. There's also the matter of, again, you acting as unruly house guests and breaking my shit. Like, <laughs> you, you cannot ex you cannot expect me to just be acquiescent to your demands when you break down my door and just um, imagine if someone were to walk into your house, shit on your carpet, and then expect, oh yes, I'll help you with that boat in a bottle. Well, you see, this is where this is where my threat from earlier comes in. That that portal over there, I threatened to break it, and you laughed at me because that would be effectively killing us. But it would also be effectively killing you. So, you like I said, all of us go or none of us go. You act as you act as though none of us would. Er, let me oh <laughs> I misspoke as the DM. You act as though I do not have means to repair it. I'm gonna turn into Elagos. Aye, but do you have the time? You you act as though I had, do not have the means to break it beyond repair. Hmm. Pomo, is that a threat? Uh, I believe it is. That's how yeah, we're only intimidation. <laughs> oh boy, I I have no modifier on I'm this. also gonna turn to look like Elagos now. It's a seventeen, not bad. Not bad, with no modifier. Uh as you say this, Karaba's eyes w briefly widen. And like, hmm. I mean, I've, I mean. Yeah, go on. Look, take a look downstairs at all the carnage I've wrecked on your automatons. I mean, now was that by your own hand or was that by you using some sort of external device? From what I heard, it was actually about him trying to find an oil drum but failing to. Yeah, talk thought told us all about your complete fuck up, Elagos. I'm going to kill you both. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I think we can do a uh, bad Elagos, good Elagos. So I'm gonna be good Elagos. Well, no, well, no, Elag no Elagos. If you if you want to kill them so bad, then don't. Then just break the portal. Fine, damn us all. Why don't Karaba? I think uh, bad Elagos is bringing up a good point. We could. The risk is we destroy this device beyond repair. You don't get to hop over. But the. Uh, it's me good, Elgo, so I'll bring a little more optimistic spin on this. We, you are upset we destroyed all of your automatons, we stole your shit, uh, that Rothheart is back. There's a lot of things you're upset about. Imagine if you were uh, wielding this pure chaotic force that we represent in the other plane. You'd, your potentials for conquest and murder would be unlimited. And your legal team would be sound. Karaba <laughs> <laughs> snickers. And or chuckles, and <laughs> thank thank you for clarifying. Eats a Snickers and then Karaba laughs. Chuckles. <laughs> and then it's like, he has a cigarette, but in English. Oh my god! I mean, this sounds like a a worthwhile like, couple things. One, you act as though I'm some sort of conquering warlord. Not really, to be quite frank. Now. Yes, I partake in the deal, the buying, or not the buying, the development and selling of arms, but specifically automata for various factions, such as, you know... Yeah, I don't know if you're aware, but there's not a lot of criteria to meet the definition of warlord, and that's pretty much it. 
But see, here's the thing. I don't do the conquering. I, all I do is sit back and then just accrue gold from other people wanting to conquer. Why don't you just cut out the middleman, Karaba? Why don't you turn your sights? You got the you got the means. You could potentially have the uh, the muscle. And I gestured it. And you've got the memes. I point back at the uh, the uh, dick the butt drawings. You don't need to split the profit between uh, some uh, greedy jerks. I'm Elagos. I don't I have big vocab. The... Sorry. I love how the party is is trying to convince the the antagonist to be more of a villain. Listen, <laughs> it's fucking working, and you're letting it yeah. work. So and shut I up about it too. I'm you've got you've got more muscle. I'm letting it work. I'm letting it work because you've got. Me. I'm just pointing out the like goofiness of the You've situation. got more muscle here than you do with a couple of kobolds, and I can tell you, I'm at least ten times smarter than Mitzi. So you've got an entire mm. magic department set up. I I'm not sure about that one. Mitz, Mitzi is. Rather accomplished in the fields of robotics and whatnot. And now, in terms of. No, rather, in terms of. Uh, cannot, now, from what I've. But no one here has a weak spot for ceramic cacti. Elegoose, you do make a point, but now here's the thing, Roth, in terms of archaeological prowess, comparing yourself to Mitzi would be a fool's errand. Dr. Flo, he's the Mr. Big Brain archaeologist around these parts, safe for me, of course. Is Doctor that guy the one we pushed into the hell dimension? No, no, that was uh, th that was the uh, the, the head kobold. Doctor Flu is a mind flayer who works down below in the archaeology lab. Uh, he got uh, all his smarts uh, by cheating. He ate all those brains. He didn't think of them himself. Karaba <laughs> <laughs> again chuckles. The, the party's doing. You can tell the party's doing a, a good job fucking humoring this dragon. Yeah, and so wait, you already have the muscle, you already have the means, and you have the memes, obviously, because, I mean, look at us. Did you did you just call us memes? I take a shot of a convincing gin. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love that Morgan said that he'd do that like 10 minutes ago, then like, no one acted upon it, including me, my bad. Alright, so Jander, you take a shot of the convincing gin, uh... Only a con save with advantage. 22 okay. and 16. Holy Alright, cool. 22 is the pass. <laughs> you, and you have a group alcoholic. Everyone needs a group alcoholic. Exactly. Oh, oh, oh yes, of course. A wine bibber is the most important role of any sort of group of individuals. I can't imagine. Why, of course it is. I'm going to try and persuade him. That an alcoholic is worthwhile. <laughs> um, Morgan, what's, what's your persuasion? It's a two. <laughs> so it's a, it's a 17, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's a 19, isn't it? Because you no, plus the modifier. No, it's plus two. Oh. That makes yeah. sense. What is technically used performance for this? performance for this? Fair. I'm a great alcoholic, does you a fucking cartwheel. He's gonna do <laughs> like the Willy Wonka intro when he walks outside, then he like loses his cane and falls and does a somersault and he's standing up. Actually, I might do that. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. Alright. Um, what's your performance Six. modifier? Six. It's a 21. <laughs> Oh boy, so, goody for you, Karaba rolled a 20. Unnatural. <laughs> oh my god, boy. You're so lucky. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. So, mm, this was all me. This is a rather... Kar Karaba shocks you, like, hmm, this is a rather... I mean, I, I will concede, having a, a, a group drunkard allows for various... 
humorous instances at the expense of the drunkard. Call them shenanigans. Being themselves. Yes, shenanigans is a fitting descriptor. Yeah, and you can gather all your cronies at his AA meetings. <laughs> and he can uh, infiltrate. You know what the best source of information is in a town, Caraba? What, a tavern? Yeah, we send in uh, Jand over here. He goes, sits in the tavern, gets some information about the uh, high-value targets there. He's an alcoholic, so people won't question him as going in and drinking with everybody. Yep. Think about it. Wait, I'm... Con- the what? diplomatic path is how, opening. How does, how does having a drunkard as a source of the acquisition of information come off as a reliable... He's means? friendly and he can hold himself while he drinks something that is literally poisoning him. I mean, he can I hold himself. Of, I imagine that, that most folks can quote-unquote, hold their poison or whatever, stomach of substance that is poison to them. Uh, people is... are most, they're most vulnerable when they're drunk. They'll tell everything. They tell it all. Oh, I'm well aware of the Eligos... the malleability of a, of a drunk mind. So then what better to get information than give some guy a drink, let him relax a bit, and then ask him the grilling questions. We find out the password to the town gate. We find out where the, the, the mayor's stash is stored. You got to think outside the box. Uh, what is your name? Oh, Caraba. <laughs> well, now, Arthos, what, you, you've been a little, you've been a little quiet no. back there. What, what, what is your opinion on this little potential business arrangement? I, I be for it as well. It would be a great way to spread my name now, Arthos, what would what would happen if you were to hop into my little portal of fun, and then, lo and behold, you don't remember that you were a, a, a you appear to be some sort of a pirate of some sort? Is that is that a correct assumption on my part? I. Yes, I now, am Arthos, the Crimson Devil, Scourge well, now, of the Several Seas. Now what? Would, now ooh, the, ooh, the several seats we've got a we've got a bit of a a, a daring a scallywagger now missed. <laughs> what would have happened if you were to hop across? And then turns out, maybe perhaps uh, the the quote unquote true Arthos is a bit of a not as much of a fighter, not really a pirate. I think I have an answer to this. Yes, you might, he might forget his, uh, his memories up here, and I tap my skull. But muscle memory, he won't forget that, and I throw a dagger at him, and I say, Catch this! I guess that's a dex check. No, no. I, I, I'm throwing the dagger at Yeah, at Arthas. Okay. Uh, Can it be a strength check? No, dex. Nope. Roll me a, uh, Corley, roll me a dex save with advantage, because danger sense is, is a thing. Can it be athletics? <laughs> no. Dex save with advantage. <laughs> okay. Again, with advantage because... Oh, uh, let me just check game. one thing really fast. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you going to check dex save? Did he get your so, proficiency point? Can I smell it? I'd like, no. I'd like to point um, out that... I wanted to make sure exhaustion didn't affect saves, which it doesn't. I'd like to point out... This is You can cut this from the recording. Um... So you know how I had my beer and my backup beer? 
I'm like halfway through my backup beer. I thought I heard you reaching for it at one point. Yeah. Because you got awesome. quiet for a little bit. Oh my god. Okay. That so, does um... explain why we're doing so well at convincing. Um, does a 20 save? I got a 3 I'm... and a 20. Okay, so without even thinking, Arthur, you just like. Knife. Uh, Catch it in my teeth. It no, that's not teeth. how that works. Oh, that's uh, that's a Yikes. very bad idea. <laughs> okay, fine. You, you, Arthur, you almost reflexively just like catch the knife in your hand, and upon doing so, Krabba just like, oh yes, a rather, a rather cute little show, Arthur. You, the, the Crimson Devil, you, as such an adorable little title. What did you do to earn that? You, you, you don't wanna, you don't wanna ask that question. Oh no, I, cer I certainly do. You don't know well, the answer you're... to the question, either Plumpo, I'm pretty Ander, sure it, it's been Gander, explained to uh, us. I don't think it has. Elgos. Has it? It hasn't. It's no. only been pre -bulls. You wanna know how I got this nickname? You wanna know how I got these scars? Catch his knife with me. <laughs> 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 Alright, Arthas, explain the nickname. And yeah, now I'm kinda curious. I... Over the years, as I've been sailing the seas, I have left the wake of blood and misfortune behind. And then I took the my street name and the first name of my last pet. <laughs> <laughs> as well as the day I was born. <laughs> so now, and combined them together. When I accidentally spilled in a chemical X. The Crimson Devil, 1994. No, no Arthur's, <laughs> Arthur's humor me. Um, I have a, um, an acquaintance in the Navy, and he was talking about some guy who's causing all sorts of havoc and chaos. Was that you, or was that someone else? I, I will take the credit for it, for it is most likely me. I see in some regard, reputation precedes you. Delightful. Hmm. Now, back. I realize that was a bit of a tangent, but now back to the matter of you know, not dying and whatnot. Now, see, here's the thing. As you all can see, gestures towards the portal. This thing's not powered on, and the to power to actually power it, we're gonna have to. I believe the best way to activate it is to have it be struck by raw. Arcane energy, and that will surely give it enough juice to power the thing. And what I can only describe as serendipity of the highest order, I was about to give it a little test go, see if I can activate the thing and see if. Why do you keep going? Alright, just let him talk. Because I yeah. can. So, yes. I was about to do a little bit of a, a, a test run to see if, you know. Having the device get struck by wild magic would would be enough to sufficiently power it. By all means. How are you going to make sure it gets struck by wild magic? Well, here's the, the thing. Wild magic is a bit of a interesting phenomenon. I'm, some of you might already be aware, but whenever anyone tries to cast a, a spell of relative strength and power, there's a slight chance that some sort of strange phenomena will happen. In mechanical terms, if you cast a spell that is first level or above, wild magic might happen. Oh. So, like, just anything that's not a cantrip. Okay. Yeah, anything that's <clears throat> not a cantrip. Because, like, that's... 
screen down. I modeled it after Sorcerer, and that's how um Wild Magic Sorcerer works. All right, so you just need to. All right, put that screen back up. I don't want to see that. All right, screen back up. Oh yes. So now, since you are so gung ho about joining me in my little venture, and to be quite frank, you've all made a rather compelling case for me not to just obliterate you where you stand, because to be quite frank, as you have all been making your way up the mountain, I've been sitting up here scheming, thinking, ooh, how best to destroy them, what sort of spells can I do that'll be their undoing, and whatnot, twirling my metaphorical mustache, but... I was thinking the same thing about these guys. Hmm, oh, interesting. We may, we may in fact be woven of the same cloth in some uh, ideological regard. You're not wearing any clothes, Karava. It was a metaphor, my good sir. I didn't realize I had to explain that to you. Alright, continue. So, hmm. Now, the only issue is... I have a question. Does the spell have to succeed, or does it just have to be cast? What do you mean? Does the, does the spell, if there's a certain, like... Is the attempt to cast it enough? I don't think... The, I think I can answer this one for you, Karaba. It, it doesn't matter the intent. Whenever you invoke a spell, uh, it does. unless you're specifically acting upon someone, the energy is still released into the weave. You know what? To be quite frank, I actually didn't know that because I've never been particularly proficient in the ins and outs of the weave. So there's your answer, Elagos. Now, Karaba claps his hands... For us, for this little ex- experiment of ours to work, we need a bit of a change of scenery. Karaba claps his hands. Um, the lights come on. The party knows. No, actually, the lights turn off as Whoa. the the dome be kind of begins to retract. The ceiling kind of sort of begins to um lower, so that now the the walls are only at now fifteen feet high. And also, the party knows that the various like. Objects in the room, like the whiteboard, the crystal ball, the bookshelves, they all just descend into the floor so that after a few minutes, it is only the party, Caraba, and the gate. And then the 15 foot high walls. So the, the top so no. opened? Yeah, top top open, walls lowered. I, I have one last question. Does the magic strike the user of the spell? Meaning the user would have to like stand on the weapon. Now, uh, here's the thing. Wild magic as a phenomena is wildly, wildly unpredictable. Oh, so that's why it's called that. Mm. <laughs> ah, you, you've, you've put those brain cells of yours to work, and put yours to work. <laughs> so what, we might, what we might need to do is someone, because my understanding is that someone tries to cast a spell, and then wild magic happens. Whether or not it is centered on them, I'm not entirely sure, because I've made it a point to avoid causing that to happen. I think I might have a I, solution to this. I, uh, I think I do as well. I think now. I do as well. <laughs> Are we all thinking the what same What are you thing? thinking? <laughs> I'm thinking our friend Yeah, that's Zach. what I was thinking. So, I think I might have a solution to this. Uh, a sort of lightning rod, if you will. And... Wrath, pull pull it out. And no, no, not that, Wrath. <laughs> we discussed this. Before. I undo the zipper on my bag. 
and I pull out the uh, <laughs> and I and I pull out the uh, the orb that is holding a uh, zap, and I do the treasure planet sequence to open it. Oh, do it was oh right you you did um acquire that little orb from one of my automata back in Barnacle Point. We did, and now I think this little guy is finally going to uh clip his last stub, if you will. I think you mean earn his freedom. No, I don't, I don't mean that. Uh, we put this... Tyler, last yeah? Time, last I checked, did, didn't Zap only have, like, three, like, stamps? Yep. Yeah. He did. Alright. We Either we cast way. a spell onto Zap. It will almost be like a, a chain reaction magic hitting a, a being of pure magical essence. And I think that might be enough to just attract the wild magic onto it. I was thinking Zap cast the spell upon himself. That way, we remove the factor of the caster being hit. Can Zap cast? Zap, can you cast magic? Someone's gonna have to fucking Danny Phantom this and go inside the portal to turn it on. Do, 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 do. That's what oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> then Arthos no. took a look inside of it. There was a great big flash. <laughs> His molecules got kind of rearranged. Arthos, Arthos. <laughs> god damn it! <laughs> no, um, no. Looking, looking at Zap's thing. Zap can cast a first level spell. <laughs> I have been looking at this it. shit in a while. Oh, I, I think it's only like innate once per day, but he can. All right, Zap. Zap yourself. Upon, um, what was that? Yeah. Upon opening the orb, uh, Zap is just asleep. He's been taking a fucking nap this entire time. Oh, Zap! Uh, Zap stares away and is like. God, that was a that was a nice snap. And looks around at the party. It's like, oh my God, a dragon! Don't worry about that dragon, Zap. He's uh, it's me, Yellow Ghost. I'm on your side. Uh, Zap speaks in Aquan. Oh God, why are the why why are the why are there two Elagoses? You don't need to worry about that, Zap. I mean, I I could see why you'd be one Elagos was bad enough. I could see why two would be even worse, but. That's not here nor there. We have a uh, a special task for you, and then I think you might be able to uh maybe earn your freedom. Maybe we'll see how it goes. It's worth a lot of. Why is it only a maybe? We gotta see how it goes, Zap. Okay. Yeah. You keep talking. <laughs> all right. What? Yeah. All right. What do you need me to do? Uh, you see that uh big orb over there? We're gonna bring you over there. You cast a spell. One of your most powerful spells you can conjure, and... I mean... Yeah. The, the only spell I can cast is Lightning Lure, and, like, that's okay at best. I'll, I'll do it, if you want me to. Take it from me, Ella Ghost. There's nothing I'd rather have you do. Uh, I bring Zach over to the orb and say, All right, wait till I get a little distance on, on you, and then cast the spell, and we'll see what happens. All right, so, yeah, um... Zap kind of floats his way on up above the gate. The party plus Karaba presumably make their way to the other side of the room, right? Yeah. Yes. All Definitely right, not suspicious so... at all for Zap. <laughs> nope, not, nope, not at all. Zap doesn't look, totally doesn't look super confused and concerned. Once the party is assembled on the other side, Karaba says aloud in primordial, Oh yes, cast away, little one. As... Zap attempts to cast Lightning Lure. Despite the spell's 15-foot radius, 
he's he still lashes out a bit of a, of lightning energy. Let me let me bust out the actual dice for this one. All right, so upon casting lightning layer, the storm clouds above the mountain kind of rustle a little bit. Nothing happens. Uh, I notice this and I I kind of just like look at Ul and I say, yeah, that was a that was lightning lore. That's a that's cantrip level. He he hasn't got anything stronger. Van lightning layers are first level. I thought it was spell. a cantrip. Nope. Uh, this is why I said maybe zap. Oh oh okay. Zap looks really fucking depressed now. Good. Elagos thinks this might be kind of a rough situation we're in. Fortunately, he has a hand mirror that comes in handy when you're in a rough situation. So he's going to look uh, at it. Aw, uh, damn. The dire mirror coming in clutch. Alright, so Elagos produces the dire mirror. When you first pull it out, it's a, it's a little fuzzy. After a little bit, a vague humanoid shape standing in front of a circle. And you see the humanoid being struck by a bolt of like brightly colored energy. And in doing so, the ring lights up. Hey, Arthos, can you go stand over by the portal real quick? <laughs> I just target Zap. Why does it have to be me? Wait, is Zap is is Zap humanoid? Like Zap humanoid is, enough? No. Oh. So, because to, to, to clarify by by humanoid, I mean humanoid, and not in the sense of like the creature type. Humanoid in terms of, like, the body shape. The shape as a human, yes, okay. Yes. Hey, Jackie Jan, you mind standing over there for us? Um, uh, why? What do you need Zap to do? Zap needs some company. Why would why would I accompany a lightning method? It seems like a strange course of action. So does putting a brain into also, a dead body, but we did it. <laughs> yes, also, just out of curiosity... With your all your talk of allying yourselves with a dragon, um, what's gonna happen to me and uh, this fellow over here? Actually, like, just I, I assume up. the same as us. Your conscious, maybe you'll even be in your original body again. I mean, that would be delightful because, to be quite frank, I still haven't fully gotten used to being thrust into the body of a male drow. It's just best case scenario, you forget weird. everything. Uh, but Elagos, what did that uh, what did that mirror say, or what did it show? It says that all we need is for Arthos to stand right in the portal, and then it'll work. All right, Arthos, prove your metal as the Crimson Devil. Aye, did it? Did, so did you say it had to be it Arthos, didn't. or did you say it had it to be No, humanoid? it didn't. It I, I didn't. Said, all right, let's... Humanoid. And what be happening to me if I do? Then the portal will work. Can I roll insight on this, please? <laughs> yes. You, I, I'll... I'll... I may be leaving out some details. Yeah, Arthros roll insight, Elagos roll... Deception? Uh, persuasion. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're, trying, you're trying to convince him. Or actually, no, de deception, my bad. First, for a second, Plombo, I thought, I oh, thought that's you a said... Nine. Pers Don't worry, Plombo, I'm exhausted, so I'm rolling this at disadvantage. That's a 14 Ooh, and a that's five. a five. <laughs> All right, so Elagos' words strike through. You as... mean specifically because of... All right, let's... Yes. All right, we're... Detailed. Yeah, uh, also, Elagos, I think, um, can he even cast spells? He won't need to. All right. What what sort of tomfoolery do you have in mind? Just, just sit back and relax. Crimson Devil's about to show show us how he got his name. So you, you said specifically it was like a lightning thing, right? That struck the humanoid? Yes. A bolt of multicolored right. energy. Arthos! A bolt of multicolored energy. Yeah, get over there, Arthos. You're holding this up. Yeah, so I make my way over there. 
assumingly not hearing this conversation of a bolt of energy hitting me. Yeah, you, you don't hear it. And uh, I stand in position, and I say, what now? Now, close your eyes and think happy thoughts. You might feel a little pinch. <laughs> I narrow my eyes at Elagos with that statement. <laughs> Does anything happen? Well, I'm I'm assuming it has to be a certain spell, but I'm not sure if I have that spell. Uh, Should I roll like insight or arcana? The, what spell are you hey, trying to uh, cast? Lightning hey, bolt. Elegos. Something something that will produce the the effect that I saw in the hey, mirror. Hey, Elagos, uh, do you mind if I take a look at that mirror so I can see that same thing that you saw? Yeah, go for it. I uh, take another peek at it. Does it see him getting hit by a lightning bolt, or like does it show like a specific spell? The the exact spell is not shown, but due to the multicolored nature of the bolt of energy you assume that essentially it's not the spell the humanoid, it's it, the it's the storm cloud that's doing that yeah that they're being oh okay sorry that yeah. went that went right over my oh head. i look at it and i'm like okay. Oh, okay that this should be pretty easy so i'm gonna cast on arthos to see if i can try and help him uh oh to luke's a resilient sphere uh so that he gets trapped inside of an orb that doesn't hurt him all right does anything happen Nothing happened. I cast a spell on him. Alright. Right. I'm gonna cast... Blight. <laughs> <laughs> it won't hurt him. Don't worry, I'm safe from it because of the spear. Yeah. Does anything happen? Why so, would you do this? Because it doesn't have to hurt me. I love how with the higher, the higher level cast, all that um, elegance is an extra one damage. So... Owl points at the resilient sphere. Waves of just necrotic energy sort of like form around the resilient sphere, but to no avail. And in that moment, a bolt of like rainbow colored energy just strikes down at Arthos's position. Cause one, forcibly dispelling the resilient sphere. And two, the part of it is that, that the runes around the ring begin to glow. As the center of the ring, like a bluish portal opens. Does that mean I fall through it first because I'm standing there? Is anyone falling through it? If, oh, I'm, in the, if I'm in the center of this portal, am I not immediately swept up by it? Are we assuming it sucks people in? Or? It, does, it doesn't suck people in. No, but um, he's he's saying he's occupying the same space yeah, as yeah, the portal. That's correct. Arthos, you are stuck in the middle. Like, like you're not dragged, but clearly, like the portal is opened between you. The best way I can describe this is that, like, you know how when you're at the, if you're at the beach, you like, you like, stand at the shore and like the waves touch your feet. It's kind of like that, but with raw magical energy. I, I think we got it. Good job, Roth. You're Roth, welcome. I think I owe you one. <laughs> All right, now everybody. Through. Owl narrows his eyes when he says, "Good job, Roth," and not Owl. <laughs> no, 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 little ones. This is certainly my portal. I built it. I'll be the first one to go through. Alright, go on. Yeah, give it a shot. Alright, so Karaba squeezes his way into the portal and disappears. Does, does he push uh, Arthos in with him? Because I assume Arthos I'm assuming, <laughs> I'm assuming Arthos got out of the way or he pushed him aside because he said he wanted to be the first one into the portal. 
Yeah. I don't know, what, I, what I assume, what I pictured in my head was Karabo just kind of grabbing Arthos and just like pulling him out and just putting him in front of the portal and just walking in. Okay. <laughs> Arthos, are, are you fine with this? Because if you really want to, you can contest the grapple of Karabo. No, it's fine. All right, your grapple just kind of drops you in the floor, like gently places you on the floor and just kind of walks through the portal. All right, as Karabo goes through. All right, who's up next? I'll go. All right. Um. Jander, Jackie Jad, you're up next. Uh, I'm going to step on in the portal. All right, you go in. And I assume Jackie Jan falls behind them, or he takes Jackie Jan mm-hmm. with him because, you know, they have a Jackie, relationship. Jackie Jan does follow in. All right, Arthos, weird bug, you're next. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Takta. I'll concede I am rather hesitant to enter this ominous portal. I hate your voice. Just go. Aye, <laughs> the it. alternative is much worse. And then I'll jump in. Takta <laughs> goes into the portal. At this point, I think it's I only know. like Elagos and Rock. I haven't got like, it. And Owl, right? yeah. And yeah. Owl. Okay. Owl narrows right, his so eyes at the DM. Owl <laughs> <laughs> narrows his eyes at the sky as if to say, fuck you, God. Um... <laughs> God opens another beer. (laughs) 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 Big half? Back up, back up here. Wait, is Big Half? Big Half just cracks open another cold one. Alright, so what the part knows is is that at this point, a bolt of regular lightning strikes down at the gate. And those of you who have not crossed over to the portal, the portal's going haywire because it was struck by lightning. What are you oh, shit. Oh, zap. Yeah, what's up? Are you... Oh, God, lightning. You're what? lightning, kind of, right? Yeah, that that is that is correct. You think you could fix this lightning issue with the portal? Or get you one step closer to being free? Maybe. I mean, if you want me to, I'll, like, I don't know. Yeah, do that. I don't know what that is, but just it's... try something. I look over at Roth and Elegos right. and say... I'm sending Zap on to a, a repair mission. You guys got any other ideas? Actually, well, let's see how he does first. Yeah. All right, so what Zap does is, unsure of how to fix this complex archaeological device, Zap plunges himself into the um, portal, and for a split second it appears as though it's in, like, working order. For context, as the as the portal's going haywire, the, the, not only are the colors flashing, but at times the portal just deactivates all kinds of. So it's turning up. on and off. For a hot sec, it's power cycling. The portals, the portal's color is changing. For a hot second, it turns blue, but then there's a small explosion towards the base, which subsequently launches Zap out of it. All right, let let me take a crack at this. I'm gonna roll up and see if I can roll Arcana. Let us see what's going on. Alright, Roth, seeing as how this is a gigantic, this is essentially a big mechanical magic circle, Ooh. I'm inclined to give you advantage. Alright. If this doesn't work, I have circle. a really stupid idea. I rolled right. an 11. Oh, two. Yeah, two Christ. 11s. Yeah, two 11s. With a 9 modifier. You, you look at it. A 9 got him an 11. You look at it, and because this is while this is a mechanical, like, this is a magic circle, it's also a clearly a mechanical device, and this is far beyond your understanding of magic, magic tech, and magical technology, so you don't know what to do. Is it time for my stupid idea? Bad, I guess. Bad Elgos, what's your idea? I pull out an object 
from my bag from the museum that we all recognize. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> and I toss it into the portal, into the unstable portal, saying, Pot of Greed allows me to make two planar journeys. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I had a feeling it was... The Sir, okay, it's it's the vile vessel of excess, all right? Or just the vessel of excess. It's not. It's totally not the pot. <laughs> Konami, don't fucking sue me into the ground. Oh my god! All right. Oh. So you toss forth the pot of greed, so to speak. Into the vessel hell. of avarice, sir. Sir, pot of avarice is already a card. Vessel of excess. Oh. You toss it in, and the portal seems stable enough. For a single person, the the portal's blue, but it's flickering. What does the party do? Well, uh, fuck, I actually have to think about that's this. that's rough. Hey guys, uh, I don't know too much about this, but I I think I could give it a little another try. I think I could try and fix it. Uh, someone else get on through there. Well, I will. It sounds like it's you. Eh, <laughs> I was already banking on the world ending, so if I have to sit through it a little bit early. No big loss for me. Elagos, why don't you... Why don't you go on through? Alright. I guess... Here it goes. Don't keep me waiting, alright? Yeah, catch you on the flip side. Was that the sound of the portal breaking? <laughs> <laughs> yes. My bad. Who was that? That was, that was me putting the backup beer into my recycle oh, no. Oh my god. Alright. Alright, Elagos is gonna go through the portal. Alright, Elagos goes through the portal, and upon Elagos entering the portal, portal's back to being, like, unstable and flickering, where it's, like, again, different colors, occasionally power cycling, turning on. Uh, I could, I could try and fix it, Owl. Uh, I'd have to try and, uh, cast some overlaying magical circles onto it, but I could probably get it up again. Yeah, do whatever you feel like. Alright. Owl um, just takes a seat and kind of kicks his feet back up and just watches the magic in the sky, like the wild magic, and just kind of like opens up a backup beer, just enjoying the scenery. I will happen to find like the hidden beer cooler that Kalapa has. Uh, I'll cast, I'll see if I can try and cast Magical Circle onto like this to see if I can like try and jumpstart it, like kind of like an overlay. Alright, so cast Magic Circle and roll me Arcana with advantage. Alright, um, yeah, and then I'll roll out an Arcana, check at advantage. I rolled a 23 on Arcana. Alright, so with that 23 and your casting of Magic Circle, basically what you do is you create a Magic Circle that kind of, like, kind of surrounds, like, you basically place a Magic Circle on top of the gate itself, and that causes Portal to stabilize enough for... Owl and presumably Zap to make their way through. I'd also like to point out that as as this is happening, Owl and Roth, you can see that more like even though the, through the magical fuckery that you were all you were all doing, there's m more severe magic wild magic storms happening kind of like around and on the mountain where like rock is being turned to wood, forests are spawn spawning out of nowhere. I think at, at one point you see just a portal to the abyss opening up so demons are kind of pouring out and now additionally lots of trees there are a lot of trees additionally roth oh my fucking god so upon roth casting magic circle <laughs> i didn't think i'd have to bust this shit out but 
You did roll the one. 44. Is this a wild magic table? Yes. Oh my god. No. Oh, uh, this, this is nothing good. Ugh. Um, mm. so for Rock, for the next minute, you can teleport up to 20 feet as a bonus action on each of your turns. So that's a thing. Okay. Hey, oh, I got it up again. Let's, uh... I don't like that phrasing, and I won't respond to mm. it. Owl, the portal is working. Owl finishes his Karaba. I'm picturing he had a hard seltzer. Call it a... Mm. trying to think of a White Claw pun. Because of dragons. Yeah, we'll edit it in. We'll add the funny Azure, in post. We'll add it in. Azure Claw. Azure Claw. I go pick up Zap, and I close the orb he's in. And I say, Zap, we're almost... We almost are free, Zap. And then I look outside the open dome of the volcano and I throw him out. <laughs> it's gonna get a little bit turbulent, Zap. Oh my god. <laughs> Roth is very heavily concentrating on this magic circle, but he sees it and he's like, yeah, okay. That's, that's very mean, but I can see why you so, did that. As I will tosses um, as Ewell tosses Zap aside, Ewell and Roth hear the faint like, Wee, oh my god, I better be free! <laughs> <laughs> I assume Ewell walks I first portal. walk over to Roth's bag and see him like deep in concentration sweating, pull out the Zap freedom card and just rip it up. And then I walk <laughs> through the portal. <laughs> All right, I kind of so... let out a chuckle. You were, I, I, the last right, thing I so... said of Roth is, you know, you were kind of more fucked up than I originally thought. <laughs> you are, you had a, you have an evil streak in you that I like, and then I walk through. Alright, so, Owl walks through the portal, so now it's just wrong, <clears throat> and upon Owl entering the portal, the gate explodes. Oh, what? It, it's, it, it's, let me, let me explain, alright. It's struck by both regular mundane lightning and wild magic, put, like, Part of the gate sprouts eyes. Part of the gate just kind of like becomes deformed by just being struck by lightning, and it's partially burnt, and it just collapses. And so it to, collapses. to summarize, it's been hit by, it's been struck by a wild magic storm. Yes. <laughs> it blows up. Roth, you're now. Or uh, Roth, let me a deck save. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> um. So you're not just taking damage for the sake of damage. I'm not that much of an Okay, that. that was. All right. I rolled it accidentally at advantage, but the first roll was a 17. Uh, all right, so Roth, you take 13 force damage. Okay. As you're just knocked on your ass. he genuinely hurts his back now. <laughs> <laughs> My back. All right. <laughs> so Roth, at at this stage of the game, the portal seems almost beyond repair because like, every component is broken. Whether it be charred, living, again, half the ring is just now a like weird, slimy, gross tentacle creature. What do you do? Or how do you react? Roth kind of like looks at the portal in disbelief and tries looking around. Like maybe Karaba had commissioned two things from Mitzi, but based off of you know the area being completely destroyed by wild magic and nothing be around there, he doesn't he doesn't really find any hope. And he'll pull out like, you know, from his bag his cigarettes, and he's gonna have a smoke before he before he just like realizes that he's totally screwed. Uh, he pulls out his flame tongue, and he just lights it up. He says, "Good luck." 
and he lights up his cigarette in English uh, and tries casting Magic Circle again. You're able to cast Magic Circle, but it does nothing to the portal. Also, no wild magic happens. On that kind of depressing note, we're going to call it here. All right. Well, shit. Thanks for listening to this episode of Good Job Adventures. If you like what you just heard, be sure to let us know by subscribing to the podcast and leaving a review for us. For questions about the cast, business inquiries, or if you want anything from the 7-Eleven, I'm going there anyway. Contact us at goodjobadventures at gmail.com. For everything else, follow us on Twitter at gjadventures. Thanks again.